0: Hey there, folks. I'm Isaac, and I am the Turkey Whisperer.
1: <laughs> and I'm Claire, and I want to play D and D The Sims.
0: And this is make, make that, that game. game
1: where we pitch the latest, the greatest, new video game ideas that aren't
0: ever going to get made. Period.
1: Exclamation point.
0: Exclamation point. Question mark. Semicolon. Exclamation point. Star. Period.
1: That's, my other thing.
0: that's... oh right, no fine. with emojis. Fine. That's Colon no.
1: Parenthesis.
0: Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank there you. you go. All right, perfect. All right, well we've got it. D and D Sims.
1: It's what I'm calling Baldur's Gate Three.
0: <laughs> oh, that I, I've heard a thing or two about that yeah. game. I don't know. It doesn't seem that that big.
1: No, no, it's an indie release. It's, it's it. a very <laughs> small, very unknown game.
0: Just like that. Um. N- Nintendo,
1: N- Nintendo, I think.
0: Oh, Nintendo, mm. um, Game Tears of the Kingdom. That yes. was also Tears a small, of the tiny yes. little thing. Yes. Baldur's yes. Gate three, yeah. Baldur's um, Gate three. I've been trying to watch streams, and everybody's just playing that game. Really? So I haven't been able to like even the streams that normally do things <laughs> not even related in anything to that are playing that, and I'm like, no, but I want to watch, you know, Diablo two. I want to watch Warcraft three. I want to watch Dota 2, you know, no, that kind of stuff. Not allowed. And it's just, they're all, they're all friggin' doing Baldur's Gate 3. Can you believe it?
1: I mean, I can, because I've never wanted to play a D&D video game in my life. And then I see all these videos of it, um, and I want to play it, mostly because mm-hmm. of the character creation. That part looks really fun,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is
1: why I'm thinking of it as D&D The Sims, because really, okay. that's what it is, I think but I've never played so I'm probably wrong.
0: Okay, well, hey, well yeah. <laughs> Sims is a roguelike.
1: Yeah, I think I think we just need to keep Coming up with more unhinged things about The Sims to say, Just like
0: completely wild takes.
1: Yeah, like it is canon in our podcast now that Sims is a rogue like,
0: and and Baldur's Gate is pretty close to a rogue like. It I, is. I, oh, I no, well, it 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 isn't actually, but um, I'm sure there will be a mod mm. that will have randomized dungeons. And permanent death and stuff?
1: Yeah, I have literally no idea what the gameplay is like, but I'm so tempted to get it. But what I actually might purchase is the game Unpacking.
0: Oh. That's the one where you've moved and there's rooms and the boxes and you take things out of the boxes.
1: Yeah, it's very chill. I think it's going to fill the hole that Sticky Business... I I wouldn't say Left Behind because I can still play Sticky Business, but I've kind of... does that
0: game ever end?
1: No, but I've kind of like kind of like done it you fulfilled yourself on it right and like it's it's something i could pick up if i'm like oh i yeah. just want to do a couple little stickers a but... little coffee break right but uh and there are a couple storylines in it like people who order your stickers go through like stories
0: oh like they're writing letters yeah and they're like your stickers really helped me get through my parents divorce
1: that's actually one <laughs> that is actually one the kid little kid likes dinosaur stickers and yeah
0: perfect I'm glad I called it I'm glad <laughs> yeah. I called it
1: so I'm, I think I'm almost done or completely done the stories so it's like at that point you're kind of just making stickers mm-hmm. um, but yeah so so that's what's happening in my in my gaming world is uh, looking for some some new things but also still playing some old things and uh, we actually pitch games on this show believe it or not what yeah
0: since when?
1: Since the dawn of time. How many
0: episodes have we been doing that? Because this doesn't seem familiar to me.
1: Uh, 64 episodes. This will be the 65th time we do it. Oh
0: geez! Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh, outrageous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have a Do you have a game idea? Oh!
0: Then? Oh! Oh! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Um, it's called Little Cart Boy.
1: Okay, I like the name already. I'm very good. I'm very into it at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, and the basic premise of this one if we go back to isaac's methods of designing game pitches for this show otherwise known as game ideas this is the take one feature of a game and then expand it into an entire game of its own right and so what this is is this is the trading game most famously i think from like legend of zelda games mm,
1: oh yep
0: Expand it out to a full game. Okay, um,
1: no, I mean take all my money.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Everybody loves the trading game. I, 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 I don't know how. So it's, it's in Link's Awakening. It's in Oracle of Seasons. I'm pretty sure it's in Ocarina of Time. I think Majora's Mask. I, I think it's a pretty staple feature. But Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom don't even have it. I think I
1: feel like Breath of the Wild might. What? I don't know. I thought there was someone in Breath of the Wild who's like, I I feel like there's been times, maybe they're not fully the trading game. I don't think they go as deep. But there's been times when people like, it doesn't alert a quest marker, but it's like, if only I had a this thing. And I'm like, is this going to be anything? But hmm. then I can't, because there's no quest marker, I can never remember who said those things to me. So then I just move on with my life.
0: Fair. Well, we'll have to closely investigate that. But okay. So you are little cart boy. You are a boy. You've got a cart. Uh, Oh, cart.
1: I thought you were a little card boy. I like it both ways, but (laughs) I could not understand.
0: Yeah. Uh, Never mind. We're adding character creation to this, so Mm. you can be a little boy, little girl, little child, little cart child. So you have a little cart that you push around, and people put things inside of the cart, and when you get close to people who want things from the cart, they'll come over and they'll take things out, and your goal is to have everybody in the game world be satisfied they when when they've gotten satisfied i guess they get a heart above their head mm-hmm. so once everybody in the world has a heart above their head including you know the evil demon lord or whatever there's no combat or anything you're literally just carting around um and solving people's problems and like giving them what they need by via proxy of other people um, so, at a very basic level, you know, you start off, you just have to find the first person who's willing to give you something for completely free. And then the next, some someone else in the world, you know, somebody gives you a stick, and then somebody else in the world, this is stealing it directly from Link's Awakening, need that stick to knock a beehive down, and then you get honey, and then somebody else gets that honey, and they'll give you something else, and instead of just being, like, one trade line... Mm-hmm. Like *Link: Link's Awakening had it because that's just like a sub part of the game. Instead of just one trade line, there's multiple and some of them branch. Like you might get multiple things like uh, the sheep farmer, you might bring something and they'll give you shears and wool. And then somebody might need the shears and somebody else might need the wool. And, mm-hmm. you know, so... So it's got all these people, and they have their own problems going on. And uh, if you solve their problems, they'll give you something. And the only way you have to solve those problems is by acquiring things from other people. And it's just figuring out where all those chains are, and where you need to go. And then speedrunners delight optimizing the path, knowing exactly mm-hmm. where to go, yeah, point A to point B, to get the fastest possible time. Cool. And yes, there there is an evil demon lord who can be satisfied by by the trade game, and then he becomes a peaceful, nice guy.
1: So I like I like this game. You had me sold out of the gate. I do think the biggest potential, like I don't know, the part that makes the least sense is unfortunately the cart itself. Um, because your idea was that it would like you'd roll in and people would come and get their things. But then that kind of defeats the purpose of seeking and finding and like talking to different people and going to different locations and doing these small tasks. If you have a cart on a road.
0: So I feel like the cart part. Well, you, you don't have to stay on the road. I don't think you the can cart... bring the cart anywhere. Okay.
1: I just don't think the cart part makes any sense. You
0: don't think the cart part? No. That's 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 where people deposit their items and then they look through it and they it's like a little but, shopping. But the point
1: isn't that so like the but the, to me the point of the trading game and even and I was waiting because I was like maybe you'll describe a different game but you describe exactly what I imagine except okay. obviously it's on a bigger scale but like part of the point is that people you have to give them the correct thing. It's not that they're finding it in your cart. Like that just seems like you could randomly collect things and randomly go to people and hope that you're achieving the goal here. Yes. That's not fun to me. Well <laughs> it should be it should be per Like,
0: But there's not like you walk up to someone and you hold the crab out to them and Well, that is how Ocarina of Time did it, I guess, I think. I don't I don't think just having it in your inventory was enough. In Link's Awakening, just having it in Mm -hmm. your inventory was enough.
1: Yeah, I get that. I guess to me, it's like, I don't, I want to be like, when you go to give someone the right thing, they're like, oh, you have a this. It's not like, look in my cart and maybe I have it. Like, I don't know. It just feels, it just, I don't know. The, the, maybe I'm getting too caught up on it, but the mechanic of having a cart full of stuff and maybe the stuff is right just seems to take the nuance and fun out of the game, out of it.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well.
1: But maybe not. Maybe Listeners, it's Listeners, what do you
0: think? Yeah. What do you think about the cart? Is the cart just a confusing trapping or or is it a little a little detail that works? Yeah. I, I mean, you're right that it's irrelevant to the actual anything that's going mm-hmm. on. Like, it could be a backpack. It could be not visually represented in any way. It could just be your inventory hammer space where yeah. you have infinite pockets. I guess if you think of
1: it as just, like, completely representative, it's kind of fine. Oh,
0: I did remember that I did have an idea of like some of the trade branches end in like permanent upgrades, oh, like increasing like your cart size. Yeah. So I okay. came up with this idea very late last night, oh. and I wrote notes on my phone that allowed me to remember a little bit of it. But I didn't write this part because this is after I put my phone away and like completely like went to sleep. <laughs> but yes, you upgrade the some of the paths lead to upgrade carts and like the way that you satisfy the demon king at the end is you have the biggest possible cart and it's just inhumanly unimaginably large and it fits something inconceivably large inside of it um to be very funny
1: okay see now i now it has a point now i like it and also it sounds like it's going to be a similar inventory management style as subnautica where items take up certain amount of blocks
0: no, I did not oh. even think about that like in be... in my head, when the people put it okay. in the cart, it would yeah. if it if it fits, they would put it in I think and it should... things would be rolling around in the cart
1: well i don't no, I don't <laughs> care about that one way or the other, but i think I think it would be cool if if like in order to get a certain item, you need to upgrade your cart so you need to do more trades, yeah, to fit it because you don't have enough space and then but but that way, the big item, like the thing that the demon king wants you also ha- you it's so big you need an empty cart because it takes up your entire inventory slots. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I think that makes it cool. That's little
0: <laughs> little little cart person. I like it. <laughs> do you have a game
1: idea? Yeah, kind of. I guess it's more of a vibe.
0: Oh, okay. We like vibes.
1: Also, yeah, I I, I do like your game. I just I have to get the cart mechanics I have to get. Into it. I just feel like you it ended on a uh, I didn't mean to end it on a sad note.
0: It did. I. Okay. I don't think it ended on a okay, sad note. Good.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So my idea. I don't know. We went to a lot of libraries today.
0: Yes, we did. Um, we went on a library quest, and then our yard was was to conquered by turkeys.
1: That that's true. That did happen.
0: That's our day so far, which, listeners. Which
1: item? Which part of our day do you think I'm making a game about?
0: <laughs> the library. Yeah, quest. the library
1: quest. Yeah. Well, and so so it's kind of. I don't know. Just I was at libraries and I'm like, what's a library game? And one of the reasons I want to play the game unpacking is because I think I always just keep coming up with the idea of that game. And I'm like, no, that's already a game. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what if like literally? I think I've literally thought because we've moved. I'm like, what if you move and you have to unpack? I'm like, no, nope, that that's the game. That's literally the game. Um, but I've also thought about like you have to organize your room. That's that's the game unpacking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, you have to organize books on the library. And it's like not only is that the game unpacking, it's also a game Isaac pitched like a while ago. <laughs>
0: Oops. Wait, was was that the one about um the being a bad mover and? and... No,
1: no, you pitched this one. This was your full game, and it was like you organize. It it was like basically book sorting, and you could pick like how you sort the books, and you like they're like you could do color coded. Oh yeah. There was uh, there was all these kinds of like nuances. It was cool.
0: Yes. Okay, I remember that. That was an early episode. That's early episode. But so I'm just saying before we move,
1: all these things have already been discussed, and so I'm like, shoot, how do I come up with a library game? So basically, what I'm imagining. Is let's go back to like, two thousand five. You're sitting at your PC in the computer room. You pop in that sweet sweet CD-ROM, CD-ROM, and it's you're playing Nancy Drew, the click through mystery game.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And so I was imagining, what if it's it's that. Okay. But it's, you're in a library. You're locked in the library. So we're bringing a little Arthur into it. My favorite Arthur episode is called Locked in the Library. Check it out if you haven't seen it already.
0: Yeah. Uh, Arthur, the sister show to make that game.
1: Yeah. And you're going to solve a mystery. Now, I don't know what the mystery is. But the idea is that you're go- part of how you're going to do this is to discover like who's checked out what book. So, like, you're going to look in the card catalog, you're going to be looking at the book inserts, you're going to be doing some file deep diving, like computer stuff, but really the gameplay is basically identical to Nancy Drew Mystery okay. PC games, where, you know, you're clicking on rooms, you're clicking on people, you're selecting things. It's a very point-and-click um, story, but you're unraveling this, like, library mystery and trying
0: to escape the library. Okay. Um, speedrunner hack for this game. Um, in order to win, you just need to go to the history section and go to the book How to Lock Someone in a Library and find out who checked that out last and they're the villain.
1: That's really funny because also in the Arthur episode <laughs> so <laughs> my favorite line of Arthur maybe of all time is they're lo- so the the story of just a little detour. Okay. The story of Locked in the Library, the episode of Arthur, is Arthur and Francine, they're like fighting. I don't know why they're fighting because they're kids but they both accidentally get locked in the library somehow like the library closes they
0: independently didn't... or yeah, at like, the same they were... time so at
1: the same time they're both i think they were like both in their respective bathrooms
0: <laughs> oh okay And i
1: guess librarians didn't check the bathroom or whatever why would you um so they get locked in the library and i don't remember why but the phones don't work because they obviously try that and so because this is a, a show that really engages uh reading like they Arthur's a very big um, proponent proponent a very big proponent
0: well no proponent
1: Proponent. they like they want to teach kids to read they want kids to be excited to read yes so they're like well we're in a library there's got to be a book that's going to help us get out and so they look in the card catalog and there's a book called how to escape from a library but it's checked out (laughs) and my favorite line is Francine going why would you need a book on how to escape a library if you weren't already?" in a library (laughs) and it's a very fair point and it's just a very funny i mean it's literally like 30 seconds of the show but it's just very very funny like (laughs) oh man there's a book that literally would help us it would be the perfect book and yet what it's out and then who would need that
0: book and see (laughs) that would be the perfect easter egg to put in this game that you got too like that's such a uh, and you could even have a voice line when you go to click that book or whatever use your character finds that it's checked out you, you play that voice line like.
1: Yeah, that would be amazing. I, I think there is. I think the power went out. I think that's why they can't call. I don't know. Mm. Obviously, the whole point is that they have to work together and like mend their friendship. And then I think someone's like actually in the basement, it turns out. I don't know. It's a great episode. Most Arthur episodes are pretty good.
0: Yeah. Not sister of, sister show.
1: Not a lot of stinkers in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's that's my game idea. I don't have a name for it.
0: Um. Locked? locked in a library mm,
1: that's a little too on the nose that's also the name of the Arthur episode okay nah. but he,
0: uh, actually here's um, here's the thing you could reach out to the Arthur yeah. foundation mm-hmm. I assume it's a foundation sure Arthur Corp Arthur LLC PBS, um, Ar- okay. Arthur the Aardvark <laughs> um, Inc Oh, it's P- it is PBS, like PBS fully owns Arthur. I'm pretty sure. Like the show and books I'm and everything? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, well.
1: Or Mark Brown. Mark Brown's the author.
0: Yeah, we reach out to whoever holds the licensing deals there, and uh, we make this a licensed game, straight up.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I bet, actually, on pbskids.org.
0: Ooh, yeah, a little HTML5 game going on. But yeah, okay. All right, well, that's that. I have a question. Okay. For, well, not really, uh, a point of discussion, and um, this is literally a question from me to you to kick off the discussion that I think can lead to a wider thing. Mm-hmm. So a while ago, you played a game, at least at the demo of the game, called Little Nightmares 2, and one thing that you really liked about it was the tactile feeling of the controls. Yes. And I would like you to describe that a little bit more okay. as like our jumping. Uh, like like to uh-huh. you, what is a what is a tactile control okay. for a video game? It's been
1: a little while since I did this. Yeah, I but... was
0: worried about that. But like uh, but a little bit behind the scenes, a little BTS for the listeners <laughs> mm-hmm. here. Uh, we do not prepare each other for these questions no. ever. So it leads to moments like this. Right. All, all, it's That's great. what we want. <laughs> Surprise
1: um so okay so basically i mean it had the same like movement mechanics as anything else um move
0: stick character move yep okay um
1: but what i liked about it was the way you engaged the shoulder buttons Mm -hmm. so like basically in order to like grab up something you like press the shoulder button to like pull yourself up and then there's like another one i think to push things um i don't know for some reason it just made a lot of sense in my brain
0: so it didn't just like automatically do things when when you got close to it. Right, you, you had to right. manually you do had something, to
1: physically do it, and also and not only that. Like I liked that, but it wasn't just. It didn't feel like random. Like it wasn't just put, push a button. It was like I don't know. It felt I, I, it that's felt why it's hard to describe
0: natural to right. you. Like. Yes, this shoulder button is obviously associated to pushing like, right. in your yeah. head. Yeah, it like okay.
1: connected to what I would expect, and I also liked the fact that we had to do those things. So yeah, that
0: would be it. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, and then on on the opposite end of the spectrum, part of the reason why I was thinking about this is there's something that kind of aggravates me mm-hmm. in Tears, Tears of the, of the Kingdom. King- I knew it was going to be about. I Tears I don't Kingdom. know if this aggravates you. If you get near a log or a rock
1: you push
0: it if your hitbox collides at mm -hmm. all with its hitbox link goes into like you can hit something at a 90 degree angle but then he just goes to turn and starts pushing it and like depending on the situation that that's almost worse than like the korok meme of like an enemy is fighting you and then "Ah
1: so there's the pushing it there's also the climbing random things that's also a problem
0: yeah where you're jumping around and then suddenly he ju- he he latches onto the wall and you're like, no, wait, no, this is not what I want. Or latches onto a tree in a field or something. And w- what I'm trying to say is that's not tactile at all. And also, it feels it bad, feels bad it feels when bad. it happens. Yeah. And even if nothing is going on, even if I'm just trying to walk straight through a field and there's a boulder and and the millimeter of hitbox like the pixel of hitbox collides with each other and then link suddenly turns 90 degrees and starts pushing a rock down the hill <laughs> what's going on with that yeah so tactile sensation in games now or not sensation yeah, not because really. sensation would really be more the vibrations of like the vib- yeah. yeah the rumble pack of the controller but like
1: Sometimes in cutscenes I put the controller down and then I and then it, but it will have rumbles to like get you into a oh, cutscene yeah. and then I keep thinking my phone is buzzing and it's like it's just like <laughs> anyway that's a sidebar go ahead
0: But yeah um part of it is I I don't think that you can really add buttons to Tears of the Kingdom Right, no, like, but like I you think couldn't you can, add a grab. You can button. surely
1: take things away. you I think you could, and I think you could get rid of some of the buttons that are happening. I think there's Maybe. too many buttons in there, that game. There is a lot
0: of there is a lot of buttons in that game, but I don't because like I'm thinking about it and like every button is mapped to a pretty important feature except for like the D-pad and the D-pad I don't know what the D pad is. That's that's the like plus sign oh, shape yeah. thing. Um, well, I guess it's not a D pad on the switch, but it's the it's the lower one, the horse whistle button mm, is I down said that there. By accident. Yeah, that's the. But that is that wouldn't feel very good if you had to press a button on that to grab every time. Like there, like there's there's no free shoulder button. I guess is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, but I think
1: there probably should be. I think they're bad.
0: That is fair. I'm
1: trying to remember what they all do. Does the right shoulder do anything?
0: Yeah, one of them is shoot arrows and one of them is throw things. Right. Yeah, so those are both used. And then the other side, it's hold shield or uh, use your ability.
1: See, I think shields just, we don't need those. We can just get rid (laughs) of. Shields we can get rid of. You heard it here,
0: folks. Remove shields from Legend of Zelda.
1: I don't play, I I literally do not upgrade my shields, like, inventory slots because i don't use them enough to break them i've broken like two shields in the hundreds of hours i've played that game because i don't use them i don't use them
0: good good but so so it's run out of space so i can so to 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 gravitate back to my Mm -hmm. point so i can understand why it does not have like this tactile feel and it kind of had to make a sacrifice and it's arguable apparently on whether that sacrifice was worth it. So I'm being
1: facetious. I know that some people really play with the shield. That's fine. (laughs) I do think that, I do think, and I mean, I might not be able to solve this today, but I think that what we're getting at in the the discussion is like really thinking through the user experience of playing your game like physically and also mentally and how that those two things connect because I think, I do think that Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild actually had, I think more issues with what buttons do what. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. Like for example, the shoulder buttons now they scroll through your um, inventory, and you used to have to use the side scroller. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was I think really bad <laughs> and slow. <laughs> um,
0: so so yeah, that's that that is we meandered a little bit, but I guess that was the main thing I wanted to emphasize for game designers' perspective. Game designers out there is really think about you know when when you have these things. Like how it, how it, like you said, how it actually feels to play, like play, play test it, or have other people play test it, and like, I mean, if if your game depends on a feature where you're pushing rocks around, make that feel good. I mean, Tears of the Kingdom also, luckily doesn't depend on
1: it. Yeah, but also I think Tears of the Kingdom could get away with like, because there is a button. Like if you get close to a wall, there's I think there's a climb up button.
0: I think the jump button yeah and then there's a climb down
1: button and then the a A, if you get near a cliff
0: oh yeah that's um that is context sensitive controls and
1: then and then but also like i'm I'm just saying they probably could solve for it by having you get next to a rock and just have an option that's like push
0: yeah yeah I, i was thinking that um also the shield parry button i don't think does anything if you're not actively what is the
1: shield parry button what are you talking the about? The button that
0: makes you parry with the shield? I thought you just hit A. Just... Yeah, that's the oh. shield parry button. That's
1: just A. That's <laughs> not, that's nothing.
0: What else does the A button do?
1: Um, It, it lets you climb down a cliff, for one. That's the Okay, that's the context-sensitive
0: button, button and the parry button. Okay, well, it should also be the context-sensitive push context button. Parry is
1: context-sensitive.
0: True. So it
1: is just the context-sensitive button
0: all right there well, you go
1: yeah. zing
0: all right well on on that note- <laughs> no i think
1: one other thing before we move on no i wanted to say that um it kind of links to link links oh wow
0: okay we're done no. the, the podcast is over we
1: <laughs> it links to the conversation we had uh, a while ago on consoles and like porting games to consoles and things like that oh. um and how some games are played better on Different console, cons- yeah, or whatever. Or, whatever. What, or like a specific console versus another specific console because I think of these features, which is why I'm, I haven't bought Unpacking Yet because I was just Googling like what to play it on and I can't see like, I don't know, I feel like I don't have enough data. Like it would be really nice if like a developer wrote out how the controls are used in each game, in each version. I would assume I buy PC it.
0: because I'm guessing I assume PC. that you just click a lot.
1: I just found a Reddit and like but it's so mixed. Like a lot of people do it on PC and they say it's good because of the mouse control, but then they're like, but switch because it's a cozy game and you can just cozy up in your bedroom. And I'm like, oh that sounds nice too.
0: You so, have a laptop. You can cozy up on that.
1: Yeah, no, I know. It's just it's gaming on a laptop is annoying because I need to use a mouse. And then where do I put the mouse if I'm in my bed? For a
0: coozy game, I think you can use the touchpad.
1: I, pro- I know, but it's just easier with the mouse. It hurts my wrist less if I
0: play it all the time. Well, well, here we'll have to buy it on both.
1: <laughs> no, no. Anyway, but I just wanted to say that that's a, that's another part of the consideration. And it's yeah. something that I think players can also think about. Like just because a game is available on like five consoles doesn't mean you should just buy it on like your favorite console. Like, you should look at what the actual gameplay is like.
0: Yeah, like, people are very excited for Baldur's Gate on PS5. Oh, yeah,
1: I saw that. And I'm like, that's going to be terrible. That's going to be terrible. I don't understand how
0: that could work. People played Diablo 3 on PS4. I don't understand what's going on, Again, on our
1: console episode, I talked about Sims on, like, PS5. I guess it was probably PS3 back then. But, like, that's terrible. Like, Sims is a click game. It's for clicking only. You people are insane. So, yeah. So, I think that's also, like... Developers, yes, like think through how how all those things combine, but then also players, like that's worth looking into. If you see that it's available on like four different places, watch videos, look at what the actual like gameplay is like, and decide for yourself what's going to be easiest for you and yes. most fun for you, because fun also matters. Obviously, it's video games.
0: No, actually, fun is no uh, okay. Let's, let's speaking of fun, there you go. Let's go on to the most fun section. There it segment. is of our little game design podcast, the rapid fire round. Uh, can you explain to the listeners what that means? The RFR?
1: Oh yeah, we've never called it that before. So that's already different. Uh, the rapid fire round is when we generate three random words. We have five minutes to come up with a game idea based on those three words. And then that's it. And we're happy with it. And we have to come up with a name for it. And that's the most important part.
0: And me- No, the mechanics are the most important No, the part. name is the most <laughs> Wow. wow Wow. all right listeners write in to let us know we'll 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 plug we'll plug the email at the end of the episode like we always do but write in and tell us you actually have to
1: keep listening if you want to do that yeah
0: (laughs) you can't you can't stop now all right i got the timer ready you got the words ready ready. all right let's go three two one
1: aware expand reservoir
0: oh okay this is a 4x game what's that mean 4x is it's like explore, expand, exploit. We've talked about
1: this before.
0: Something else, exterminate. Excellent. I don't know. Excellent, sure. Uh, civil, civilization is an example of a 4x game. Um, so expand, obviously, already fits. Um, I already forget. Aware, aware is like the the exploration part. You have to be aware of what's mm-hmm, around you, mm-hmm. either enemies or resources. Wait.
1: We're going really fast. I know it's rapid, but what what was the example you gave for the 4X game?
0: Civilization.
1: Oh, I don't know that game. Okay, anyway.
0: Sid Meier's Civilization. Is there
1: any game I know that is um, the one Age of Empires? No, no, that
0: is a real-time strategy game. Mm, how's, um, what's
1: the difference? It sounds like you're describing a real-time strategy game. Uh, oh, no, we don't have time this, to this go into it. This is a
0: question. But write that down for next week. Write okay, that down for okay. next week. Um, if we haven't talked about this in depth before. But, okay. The reservoir part is, here's the interesting part. This world is filled with magic and part of your, your cities is the reservoir of magic that you've, you've explored, you've found, and then you've been able to like pull out of the land okay. and fill in to, to fuel magical spells. So you have literal reservoirs of magic that you draw from. Uh, and that's that's like the end game. That's the the win condition is you do the big world ending spell or
1: mm-hmm.
0: shielding spell. You defeat the evil empire. You know whatever. Okay, we but- get
1: that. I I think it's funny because I thought we were going in the exact same place, and then we went. You went completely. You just took a oh. sharp turn because I was thinking reservoir like body of water. Yeah. And I thought you were going to be expanding the reservoir like building mm, water but i think i think yours is more fantasy which is fun so we can keep it what's it's called
0: what what were the three words
1: aware expand reservoir
0: that's the name
1: no (laughs) no we can only do that in very unique circumstances
0: um how much time we we've got plenty of time we've got two minutes and 30 seconds when i say
1: how much time saying plenty of time is not an answer to that question
0: okay sorry all right um Reservoirs of magic.
1: Mag- Reservoir box. What? Reservoir box.
0: <laughs> if there was a swamp theme here, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if this was a, if this was, if this was a game about frogs robbing banks, one hundred percent, yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, well,
1: that, so you have to pitch that next week then.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Okay. Um,
1: I feel like it has to either be silly or epic.
0: I want to try to go for something epic, and I'm thinking of Masters of Magic, but Masters of Magic is a 4x game.
1: Okay. So what? What? So we could say, what? What is another word for masters? Like
0: maestros.
1: Maestros of
0: lords. Lords of mana. Lords of mana.
1: Or maestros but, of mana, but, Then you got the oh lot.
0: maestros of mana and mana spelled with two ends. Mm, okay, yeah, maestros of mana, we and did that's it. also the name of the world and the resource of the world. Perfect. And that's a minute and fourteen seconds left, folks. Let, Great, l- let's let's give it up for the masters of the the rapid fire round, the the m r f r s.
1: Okay. I mean, we still have two more rounds.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to ace it just as much as we just aced that one. So I'm going to start the timer, and I started it.
1: Okay. Bow. Or bow. Okay, so this actually is interesting, because it could be bow, bow, and then bow could be like a bow, like a shooting bow, or like a hair bow.
0: Okay, we've got a multi-word, folks.
1: Bow, like bowing at the waist, bow like a ship. There's so many ways things could go. Grain. Could be grain of sand, grain of wood, grain oh, like no. eating grain. This is very, and then professor. Professor is just one thing. Although I guess it could be someone professing, right? Oh, no, I'm kidding. That oh, one's a little man. silly. Anyway, so yeah, bow, grain, and professor.
0: Bow, grain, and professor. Okay. So bow and grain together makes me think of ship a building. ship. Yes. Oh, because grain of wood. I was actually thinking a ship that carries grains of salt and rice mm, and wheat. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Could how the professor went in. You are a professor of engineering, or there is a a, a professor of like boat engineering. Okay, wait. Game. Involved. Here's a game. Here's okay. A
1: game. It's called Flood Two: Noah's Revenge, and you are <laughs> a professor of engineering, <laughs> um, but you are also getting messages. <laughs>
0: Threatening messages? Yes. From some guy called Noah?
1: Yeah, and you have to build an (laughs) ark. and the specification because this is real the specifications are like really weird i mean real in the f- <laughs> sense that if you read the bible the specifications for the arc don't really make sense um, 40 cubits mm-hmm.
0: yeah but <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: so so it's things like that so it's like a lot of the game is trying to parse like how to actually do this and getting it wrong a lot oh
0: like, the absolute nonsense of uh, right we, and then the we've voice got twelve different like, definitions of cubit
1: yeah and the voice is like, no, that's not right. Try again.
0: <laughs> I imagine this like an old, like, chi- like I had a child's game where you could make cake okay. at my my at my grandma's house. That sounds like fun. And it, it was pixels and, you know, it would make goofy sound effects. And it was very mm-hmm. simple. It was like literally just like pick a frosting. Drag and drop. Yeah. yeah. I'm imagining it like that, almost like a point and click adventure, like the library game would be um
1: but with instructions,
0: with the with instructions and the i, I the booming voice line that's like
1: you got it wrong try again yeah exactly <laughs>
0: exactly um and yes it's got um weird instructions only delivered via voice mm-hmm.
1: oh that's even better yeah um well, we'll add an accessibility option obviously okay yes but generally speaking only voice
0: yes temporary instructions that yeah. you have to keep in right. mind. Right, they're
1: not, you can't like reference them.
0: Yes. Yes, unless you write them down yourself. Right, I mean, which ooh. could
1: be part of your gameplay, who knows? Yeah, it could that be. That's be how, you, how
0: you win. Um, And then you build a ship.
1: Yeah, and yeah. if you actually build a, a successful ship to... So yeah, I think the voice, because it's called Noah's Revenge, so maybe the voice is Noah who's getting revenge on God.
0: Oh, <gasps> He's flooding For what heaven? he did, he's Wait. like... No, yeah, never mind. Then why would you build a boat? That doesn't make unless sense. Unless you have to build a boat Should to get to heaven. Should it still just be heaven? called Noah's
1: Revenge? Maybe Noah's upset how how things yeah, work Yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily it doesn't need to make, to make sense. sense. Well, now um, that all the super evangelical listeners have turned off their podcast.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say we're done. Yeah. A minute a, and 25 seconds left.
1: It's a flood to Noah's Revenge.
0: <laughs> Anyways, sorry if we offended you with our Noah game. Yeah, it's anyway. supposed to
1: be funny because it's not supposed to ever happen in the Bible. Yeah. That's why it's God funny. explicitly said it That's why it's happen. funny. That's why it's a joke. Ha-ha. So it's
0: sacrilege on several levels. Um, <laughs> all right. Are you ready for the third and final, the ultimate, if you will, rapid fire round? The, have... the reefer, if you will.
1: The reefer? RFR. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, I'm starting now appeal classroom consideration
0: okay mock trial in a classroom
1: I feel like we've done mock trial before Uh,
0: we're not doing a learn them up kids game about the legal system
1: I thought we would do a learn them up kids game about how hard teaching is so this made me think of like teachers who want something for their classroom and then their district won't fund it so they have to create a really really they they have to like fundraise for it instead or pay out of their own pocket
0: okay (laughs) Oh. Oh, or wait, what's the second word? It's appeal consideration and classroom. Classroom. Cuz isn't there a thing with the um Oscars where it's for your consideration or something?
1: Oh, yes, yes. That's what they send out. Um they send out all the screeners. So the screeners are just like the viewing copies of the movie that they send to all the Oscar judges and it okay. they they send like letters and stuff and that's that's what that is. Okay. I was thinking for your consideration, like, like you have, like basically, you have to appeal to the the to the superintendent, and that's kind of the oh, for your consideration, here okay. is my proposal, but then it fails, and then you okay, have to. Okay, so that's the story set up. Yeah.
0: And then what's the gameplay?
1: Um, coming up with interesting fundraisers in your classroom to try to get whatever interesting thing you need for your classroom.
0: Okay. Um
1: oh so it can kind of be like a decorating game like you're trying to fill your classroom with like all the things you need but it's like really hard because you don't have a you can't just like buy it like in the sims
0: oh i was actually thinking that it would be a series of mini games representing each of your fundraising uh, like you don't like you as the player don't come up with the fundraising attempts but the the fundraising attempts are represented by mini games yeah Um, like
1: I like that. I think we can do that. And then with my thing was basically like you get to choose what you're what you're raising for. So it's like oh, I yeah. want new desks. And then you like play the new desks oh. mini game.
0: OK. And like like. Yeah, a wide variety of little minigames like um, the dunk tank where you're throwing mm-hmm, apples mm-hmm. and technically you're throwing apples at yourself, but <laughs> the more you dunk, the more money you get because oh. people are entertained by it. And then
1: based on your improvements, you can have like a test scores marker.
0: Yes, and then when the test scores get 100, you win. You win. You've you've accomplished teaching the kids
1: Yeah, and everything then, they need to know. And then hopefully people walk away after playing and going... This isn't real, right? And then they'll figure out it's real and then they'll be like, oh no.
0: Edutainment folks. Yeah. Wait, edutainment folks? Is that a name? No. Is that a. <laughs> oh.
1: I mean, edutainment, I guess, could be. I don't know.
0: Because it's about how. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I tried. I give up now.
1: <laughs> oh, how much time do we have? <laughs> we
0: have two minutes left. Okay. We got so much you gotta time. you got to
1: keep trying. I can't name all the games. <laughs>
0: Well, there's a reason I don't often name the game. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, edutainment folks isn't terrible, but I don't know.
0: edutainment comma folks exclamation point.
1: I don't understand it. Uh, I don't
0: know how it connects. Okay. Yeah, no, it's got layers to it, but I can't peel them away like an onion. Here, we've got we've only got a minute and thirty seconds left.
1: Mm, classroom, classroom, classroom clashes. Class- um,
0: capital F U N fundraising Fun, fun, yeah. fundraising. Yeah, no, I
1: like that actually. Oh,
0: boom! All right, with a minute and twelve seconds left on the clock, fundraising.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs>
0: okay, cool. Well, that
1: is the end of our show then.
0: We did it. We made it through. We
1: did. Um, Unbelievable. So like we mentioned earlier, you can send us an email with any opinions or thoughts you had on some of the things we asked you listeners specifically in the show. Um, But also if you have game ideas or if you have three words, you want us to turn into a game, or if you have game suggestions, you want us to try to play. That would be awesome. You can email us at make that game podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, at make that game pod Uh, we're also on twitch.tv slash make that game i really want to stream angry birds in the next like month or two so keep your if you follow us So the context is that I've never even seen gameplay of Angry Birds. (laughs) Never mind play it. So I think it'd be fun to stream it for all of you. My first experience. A
0: blind playthrough. Yeah, a completely
1: blind playthrough. Actually, I think there was almost an Angry Birds video on my For You page on TikTok. And I was like, (laughs) I got to stay pure. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) So anyway, so that'll be really fun. So if you follow us now, you'll get alerted when that starts. But we'll also mention it. And then um, I think that's it. Yeah. So if you heard a game. That you think, oh my gosh, that needs to exist. We encourage you to get out there and make make that that
0: game. game.